All right, welcome back to the Count Book Layer Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm excited to be here with you again. We've had another awesome week in the comic book world. Tons of announcements and new projects that have been announced uh, in the last week or so. I'm going to try to spotlight three of my favorites uh, that I've read this week, let you in on those. And then I'd also thought I'd uh, give you five uh, series uh, that have just come out so that you could get into five uh, five new series for the new year. Uh, these are all like around issue one or two. So if you went to your local comic shop, you'd be able to to start these from the ground floor, enjoy them. I think uh, these series are, are ones that you'd really enjoy, ones I recommend getting into right now uh, and that are perfect for this time of year for everyone to dive into this during their, their holiday breaks and to continue reading them into the new year. A lot of them are mini series, so now's the time to get into them and we'll talk about those. But first I thought I wanted to talk about some, uh, some news that I, that I heard this week that is just really, really awesome. Uh, the first bit of news, and if you listened to episode one, uh, you'll know how much I loved God Country by Donny Cates. And he announced this week that, sh- that the <laughs> Netflix is teaming up with legendary Sweet Tooth showrunner for the God Country movie. I think it's going to be a movie, not a series. Um, But Jim Mickle, who co-created Sweet Tooth for Netflix, will direct the adaptation of God Country by Donny Cates. Uh, This is, I couldn't be more excited for this. I hope that they're able to, uh, you know, stick as close as they can to, to to the actual source material here. They did a fantastic job on Sweet Tooth. Uh, I talked about that in episode one. Um... But this is huge news. I cannot wait for this. I'm so excited for it. Uh, and congrats to Donny Cates uh, on getting this picked up. That's huge. Uh, this is really exciting. So keep your eye out for that. Um, this was announced on December 14th. So hopefully sometime next year we'll we'll hear more about this. We'll, we'll know when, uh, when a release date is forthcoming. But God Country getting picked up by Netflix. Uh, it's amazing. I can't wait for it. Just, I'm so excited. And the other announcement from from another creator who I also mentioned in episode one, Jeff Lemire, he's got a new a new series coming out through Image Comics in in March of 2022 called Little Monsters, which looks super cool. Uh, it's a brand new series with him and Dustin Wynn. And uh, on his blog, here's what uh, Jeff Lemire has to say. He says, This new book has been in the works for well over a year now, and I began writing it as soon as Dustin and I finished Descender and Ascender. Little Monsters is a real departure from the space opera and sci-fi of Descender, much more grounded and character-driven. This new series will follow a group of child vampires who have outlived humanity and now live in the decaying husk of Los Angeles. Lost in an endless wonderland of innocent childhood games and dramas. But their paradise is soon shattered and their innocence put to the test when unforeseen unforeseen events force them to reconcile with their past and with each other. 
I describe the book as Lord of the Flies meets Child Vampires. And while that is an oversimplification, it's probably a good quick pitch as I can come up with. I wouldn't describe the book as a horror story. There are certainly horror elements present, but this is really a blend of horror, fantasy, science fiction that creates a character study of these kids and what it would mean to be locked in eternal childhood. Anyway, uh, if you go to his jefflemire.substack.com, he has a whole overview of it. He has a five-page preview. Looks absolutely just fantastic. I couldn't be more excited for this to be coming out. Um, anytime Jeff is coming out with something new, I'm going to check it out anyway, but this looks fantastic. Um, so keep your eye out for that coming in March of 2022. Um, add it to your pre-orders, your pulls, go to your local comic shop and tell them to order it. Uh, I'm excited for little monsters. And I think if you go check this out, you'll be excited for it too. Um, and the other announcement of the week that I was really excited for was a new series by Charles Soule or Soule and Ryan Brown, the creative force behind Curse Words, which I'd also recommend checking out. A fantastic, fantastic story, which is uh, the Omnibus, which by Omnibus, I just mean it's a hardcover that collects the entire run is being released through Image pretty soon. I think you could probably find it for pre-order or at your local comic shop or through things from another world, tfaw.com will have it. But this one just sounds wild. Uh, everyone on earth gets a genie at the same moment and one wish, what happens next is kind of the, the pitch here. Uh, it turns out it's called, uh, here's what Charles, uh, Soul or Soule says, it turns out it's called 8 Billion Genies because it's a story of everyone on Earth getting a personal genie who grants them one wish and the anarchy and insanity that brings upon the world. So uh, I couldn't be more excited about it. Uh, if you check out Curse Words, it's just it's wild. It's about a wizard uh, who was sent to Earth to destroy it, but ends up, you know, these things happen in comic books. He ends up liking it and sticking around. It was wild. The art was fantastic. Just super fun read. And this is just going to be an eight issue uh, maxi series. So that just means, you know, eight issues and done. Going to be the whole story. Uh, I couldn't be more excited about this either. So, you know, keep your eye out for that. I think that's going to be going to be really fun. Super, super excited for that. So those are the, uh, the announcements or the, you know, there was a ton this week, but those were the three that I thought were, were worth sharing that, that got me really excited as I read them this week um, and things to keep your eye out. So remember, keep your eye out for God Country being adapted for Netflix, Jeff Lemire's new Little Monsters, March of 2022, and 8 Billion Genies uh, coming out sometime next year as well. Keep your eye out for that. Going to be Three new things on the horizon that are that I'm really excited for, and I think you'll enjoy them too. And if you haven't read God Country yet, hop on that. But transitioning, I thought what would be fun to do right here at the at the end of the year is focus on three new series, three newer series. So right now, if you went into your comic shop, you'd most likely find issue one, issue two, and I think you know that's about as far as 
has been released on any of these. Uh, so these would be series that I think you could hop into at the ground floor that, uh, that, are, worth, that are worth getting into right now. I'll start off with A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance by Rick Remender and Andre Lima Ar Ar oh, I'm going to butcher it. Aruyo. Anyway, I'm going to, yeah. Sorry, Andre. But this is absolutely amazing. Uh, it's by Rick Remender, who's done a ton of things. That I've, I'm a huge Rick Remender fan. Black Science, Low, Uncanny uh, X-Force, my favorite Deadpool. But A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. So right now, I think... Issue three will actually be released tomorrow. Today's December 22nd, 2021. But A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance is a murder mystery. And we follow Mr. Wen, or Sonny, uh, in the first issue here. And it's just, it's, it's mind-blowing what the creative team's doing here. Uh, the dialogue, I think the first time you see a dialogue, I'm looking at it right now, I'm isn't until page four. It's just very, it's very driven by the panels and the art. But for some reason, it's just so well done that the art tells the story. You just feel sucked into it. And the dialogue, when it, when it does show up, you know it's important. So you're like drawn in even more. It's just, it's unlike anything that I've, uh, that I've read, just the focus on telling the story through the paneling here, through the art. Um, but you follow in Sonny here early on, and he's just going through his day. First, he's just looking for a pack of smokes. Uh, can't find, can't find the brand he's looking for. Um, I'm going to try to keep these all as spoiler free as possible. I just want you to get into these. Um, but so you're following him, and he and he's going to this house. I don't, we don't know why he's going there. Uh, just like I said, it's, it's low on dialogue, uh, or very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the dialogue is very precise. It's, it's only used when needed. Um, but he gets to this house and he stumbles upon a murder scene. Oh, and it is, it is gruesome, just gruesome. But just the artwork and the, the focus on the emotions of Sonny's face and you feel everything he's feeling. I mean, when he's sweating, you know, uh, when he's nervous, when he's bewildered, when he's thoughtful, like the way the paneling is, it'll zoom in really quick just on his expression and you're feeling everything from Sonny. You get it all. But anyway, so he's, you're kind of following through this day and he's kept going to this house and he, and he, when he gets there, he stumbles upon just the most gnarly murder scene. Uh, so not for the squeamish here at all. Um, but just the, the story building here, you, you know, there's you're left wanting more and more and more. Uh, the mystery just keeps building and getting bigger. Um, so it ends... And he, the first issue ends and he's, he's running out of the house. Cause I mean, who, <laughs> when you stumble across a scene like that, you're getting out. But then what happens is he gets sucked into this whole drama. He wants to figure out what happened. And so 
he gets on to like a dark web and uh, he's trying to figure out who who was responsible for the murder of these two people. And so he kind of takes a job through, uh, it's called wet bear. Uh, this like dark web thing that, that he's on to find these, find these jobs. He wants to find out who I think who it was, was blue jackal. So hired the hit on the two people that, that were murdered. And so he finds that out and he takes a new contract from blue jackal. And I think the idea here is mostly because he's just trying to figure out who it is and what's going on. And anyway, still just, and then you get to meet the cops and it looks like one's kind of inept. And then this, this really burly big dude kind of just shows up to the scene and he's much more capable and competent at doing his job. Uh, and he, he finds some stuff right away that the other guy couldn't. But anyway, so Sonny, he, he goes on a mission. He, he accepts a job and you're just following him along and you know he finds another guy who's also who was also hired for the for the same job that he took and anyway gnarly gnarly guy but you could tell that Sonny is a little bit out of his depth here uh you want to know like who he is how does he have access to to this dark web what's his past um who were those people why was he there uh, just with with the sparse dialogue and just how the story and the emotions built through these panels, uh, the mystery is what keeps you going here. Like you're 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 everything's pieced together so like little bit by little bit, and you, it's just it, both issues, issue one and issue two here, uh, end on these huge cliffhangers. But anyway, if you're interested uh, in any sort of mystery or murder or thriller kind of stories, I'd say definitely check this out. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Rick Remender is amazing. The artwork here by Andre, and I'll mess up his last name, but oh man, this is this has been so fun because it's, I mean, it's just so different. The way they're building the story so, so visual is... Uh, it's just really fun. I could sit here and and just flip through this for a very long time. But anyway, that's A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Uh, I think issues one through three will be out by the time you hear this. Check it out. If you're into uh, murders, thrillers, mystery stories, any of that stuff, uh, you're going to love it. It's A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance by Rick Remender. Next up, I have another... Uh, sort of crime thriller genre, uh, but this one is written by Chip, Z Chip Zdarsky, and the artwork is done by Jacob Phillips, and it is called Newburn by Image Comics. And I think this one is up to issue two at the moment, but in this one you're following um, an ex-cop turned private investigator named e Easton Newburn. Um, he's obviously really, really good at his job. He's super smart, clever. Uh, but what's so fascinating about this is it kind of flips it on its head is that he's working for like four or five different mobs all at the same time, but he has no loyalties. He's just solving the crimes. They'll call him up if they need him. 
So for issue one, we open up and there's a murder and he's sent to it. And it turns out that somebody was stealing from their own mob. And so he's sent there to figure it out. And it just builds and builds and builds. He ends up solving the crime. Um, he ends up solving uh, the murder. But it turns out... <laughs> well, I don't... Spoiler alert. Careful, Kyle. Um, anyway, it's, it's a huge twist at the end. He ends up finding out who did it. And he also gets a, a new partner. But this is this is so fun. It's it's like Chip Zdarsky. I think I read somebody say it like this, and it's was very apropos. Was this is Chip Zdarsky's Columbo? Uh, I don't know if you know who Columbo is, but you know it's a uh, just one more thing, just one more thing. These really clever uh, detectives and investigators who who are just so much fun to to read because you know they're picking up stuff that we that we don't see right away, and they're just the cleverness of it of this whole story alone is worth picking it up for uh just flipping it on its head here that the, he's working with the cops the cops are friendly with him they they know how good he is, is at his job but they also know that he's working for the mobs uh but you know he helps them out too by giving them bad guys a lot of time but check this out it's another you know crime thriller detective story uh, but with a different twist that I think is super fun and fascinating. Chip Zdarsky is amazing. The artwork here is really, really good. Jacob Phillips is amazing. He's done a lot of really good stuff. Um, but yeah, so New Burn by Chip Zdarsky. Crime detective thriller story that I think you'll really, really like. And just based on issue one, the world is uh, is really, really fun. I can't wait to... To read more, find out more about about Newburn, um, find out more about about these mobs that he's working for. What's going on? I do wonder if this is going to be kind of episodic, and what I mean by that is like each issue, almost like a Law and Order type thing, which I think would be fun. But with him taking on the new partner at the end of this, I think uh, there'll be some continuation, some character building, which Chip is really really good at. So check out Newburn, Chip Zdarsky, Jacob Phillips, Image Comics, uh, crime thriller, detective, uh, super, super cool. The next one I, uh, that I'm going to mention is also like uh, kind of in the same vein as the last two, an investigative sort of uh, detective run. But this is cool because it has a superhero kind of bent to it. And it is called Cloaked, and it is put out by Dark Horse Comics, written by Mike Richardson, and drawn, and, or the artwork done by Jordy Arm Engel. Man, I'm really bad at last names, but we're going to do our best. But this is really cool, because it's kind of like a play on Batman and Robin, but with its own twist. So it starts out, 25 years ago, a genuine superhero appeared in a major American metropolis. A masked crime fighter who came out of nowhere. <laughs> and then he disappeared. So this is really cool, because the masked hero who is, you know, fighting crime, everybody loves him, all of a sudden he's gone, just without a trace, no one knows where he is, no one knows what's going on, so 
As you go along here, you find this rich man, really super, like a billionaire named Byron, Byron, oh man, what's his name? Byron something. But um, he ends up hiring Byron West. There we go. I knew I was going to get it. He ends up hiring a man named uh, Roger Stevens. Nope. Yeah. Roger Timothy Stevens, but he prefers Jake. So Jake Stevens. And he is a disgraced ex-cop again. I mean, a lot of this stuff kind of, had, you know, these stories have tropes. But what's cool about this is, uh, you know, he's disgraced, but Byron likes that about him, thinks that his ability to kind of bend the rules, to get the job done, to find out what he needs to do is exactly what he needs. And so that's why he hires him. Oh my goodness. He hires him to find the masked man. He really wants to, to find him, find out what happened to him, where'd he go. And that's why he's hiring Jake Stevens. A private investigator. <clears throat> but so as you're going along, along here, you find out that the masked man uh, had a sidekick. Sounds a little familiar. Robin. But in this one, he's called Wonder Boy. And the, the trope here is completely flipped on its head because here, you know, Batman isn't a... In Batman, he doesn't really kill people. He doesn't have gun. But here, our masked hero is not afraid to use guns. So it's kind of this like, what would it mean if, if there was a Batman who disappeared, but who also was a little bit more hardcore than Batman? So when you meet Wonder Boy, what's super fascinating is that it flips it and he starts dishing all this stuff on, on the masked man. And they had a name for him early on, at least what people called him. I can't remember it off the top of my head here. I keep saying masked man, but they had something funny they called him. Uh, like the icon or something. But anyway, we'll just keep saying masked man for now. So Jake, on his journey to find him, gets a tip from a detective, and that tip leads him to Wonder Boy. But what's cool is that Wonder Boy ends up saying, he, like, there's all this mythology around him and the masked man, and uh, he ends up just saying, like, none of it was true. He was just telling stories. And, like, what you end, what he ends up saying about the masked man is, like, oh, my goodness. Like, this heartless guy who was using a little boy to get a job done. And so that was just super fascinating, super fun. Um, just totally different. I, I didn't know what to expect coming into this. I think that this portion of the story really sold it for me when he's interviewing Wonder Boy here. Uh, I just really thought it was very, really clever. Um, and then at the very end of this, you're left with a huge cliffhanger. And uh, anyway, this is just super fascinating detective story uh, with a superhero bent to it and kind of playing on the Batman Robin stuff, but flipping it on its head. Uh, I love it. The artwork is okay. I'm not gonna lie. It's not my favorite. I don't know why none of the characters have actual eyeballs. They're all just little black. They're like not rendered. I don't know. It just kind of throws me off for a little bit. But anyway, don't let that distract you. It's an, it's amazing. Other than that, the artwork's actually really cool. And I think the, the outfit that our masked man wears is super cool. Uh, just, <laughs> he looks really, 
he looks super tough. So check this one out. I think you'll really like it. It's it's just four issues. Issue one's out now, so you're going to be able to catch the whole the whole story here from now until you know probably February, March, something like that. But this has been a lot of fun. I recommend this. Uh, yeah, so check that out. That's cloaked by Mike Richardson and Jordy Armagol uh, from Dark Horse Comics. Next up, I have. Radio Apocalypse. Uh, it's a post-apocalyptic story uh, where you know you've got your fractions again, but but our focus on in issue one is in a town called Bakerstown. And what's cool about Bakerstown is that it is home to the very last radio station in the entire world. And what's super cool about this? Oh, and this is by Rom V. Uh, Anand R.K. is the artist. Man, I'm probably going to butcher names just left and right. And I'll say right off the bat, the art really isn't my jam. You may love it. Uh, your mileage may vary, as they say. Uh, but I don't let that distract you from how fun this is. Uh, what's really cool here is that there's a soundtrack, but he but it's built into the story. So you open up on like this, the second page and it's just a picture of a record uh, that says Muse Blackout. And so you, you know it, when you see it, go to Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you got, turn it on, let it play, keep reading. And then, you know, later on, I think there's three other songs in here that, that, that pop up, at least two other, but the one at the end is gonna blow your mind uh, with the end of this story. Oh man, so good. But yeah, so post-apocalyptic, focus on Bakerstown, home of the last radio station. Do not forget to to re to to read it, focus, look for the music, listen to it. It really adds a lot of to the experience. I just think that's fun. Just a reminder of how cool and uh this medium can be. Um and I, so I just think this is another way to introduce you to, to something else that a comic book can do uh, that's super fun. So check this out, post-apocalyptic. Uh, I mean, if you've watched anything like that, they're everywhere. So, you know, it's kind of similar, but you get some good character spotlights. You've got Callie and Tan, they're two friends here early on, just trying to find somewhere safe before dark, because that's when these creatures come out. I forget what they're called. They look like gnarly dogs, though. Um, but anyway, oh, man. The end of this story is just heart-wrenching. Um, and I can't wait for more. I can't wait to find out more of what's going on going on here uh, for the world to get a little bit bigger. I mean, we're focusing on Bakerstown, but what else is going on? At the end, you've, you see, I think, uh, the other towns say they're, they're making their way to Bakerstown. So... I think issue issue two is just going to get a lot bigger. We're going to find out a lot more. But Ram V he wrote my favorite my favorite comic book of the year, The Many Deaths of Layla Star, and so far this isn't disappointing. I think you're going to like it. I think the experience of the soundtrack uh, lends a cool aspect to to the read. Uh, it's just fun. Uh, you know, some people may not be into that. I just think it's cool to spotlight that and show you what this medium can do uh, through, you know, not just tell the stories, but give you a complete experience. Super fun, post-apocalyptic, character-driven, 
I'm excited to see more of the world. The soundtrack aspect super fun. That's Radio Apocalypse by Rom V. Check it out. Let me know what you think. I think it's super fun. And for the last one I have here, it's another post-apocalyptic story. Uh, so, so far we've had, what, three crime thriller mystery, uh, and then we're going to have two post-apocalyptic stories. Uh, this next one is by Tyler Boss and Matthew Rosenberg. It is also an image comic, I do believe, yeah. And um, it's, a, it's a post-apocalyptic slash, like, coming-of-age story. So what's different about this one is that all that remains are gangs of children. That sounds bizarre, but it's super fun. Almost like a Lost Boys or something. It gives you that sort of like old school vibe. It's also music driven, but it doesn't really have a soundtrack built into it per se, like Radio Apocalypse does. But they're also doing something cool where they're releasing uh, an actual record with each one that has like two songs specifically for each um for each issue, so there's a deluxe one that comes with with a special cover and a record. So that's super fun. I actually haven't gotten the record, uh, but the story just by itself is has been super fun. Um, so it kind of opens up, and our main character here is Sid early on, and so all we know is that there's these gangs of children, but she believes there's there's something more. Um, and so she, she really wants to find out what the more could be. Um, and so our group of people here, the, their gang name, quote unquote, is the Academy. Kind of open up on them. And what happens is when you get older, I think you have to go away. And so they're all chilling in their bunker and they get a knock on the door. And it's one of their old mates named Slug who has come back no one knows why no one knows you know where he came where he went how he's coming back but sid's all invested because she she wants to know what's out there she thinks that there's a whole town out there that, that they're not aware of she wants to find it um just super fun you got another another gang of kids they all wear these pig masks it's super kind of it's just creepy but it's a miss, you know, the mystery keeps building. You want to know more and more and more. That's what I, I think the reason post-apocalyptic stories are as popular as they are is, is because they allow that, that, that growth, that world to grow, the characters to grow so well. Uh, and it's just fun to be a part of it. So yeah, you got another post-apocalyptic story here, but, but a focus on gangs of kids. So you got all that fun kind of angst um they're trying to figure it all out i don't want to give too much away there's these two creepy people that we we want to know who they are they call them the strangers it looks like they they kind of have some say in and who goes where so what's going on with them i want to know uh where'd slug come from you're not going to find out right away we want to know but this this has just been a lot of fun. The artwork's super cool. I really love the artwork in this one. Um, Matthew Rosenberg just knocks it out of the park. Uh, all the paneling, 
I mean, there's a ton of panels on some of these pages, but I love it because it just really lets you focus. I mean, all these characters, so many characters, but they're all so distinct. They all have their own voice. Uh, these, you know, Boss and Rosenberg. I don't know what else they've done, um, but they're on top of the game here. This is just a super fun read. So check out what's the furthest place from here. It's an image comic, post-apocalyptic. Uh, I think you'll love it. I've loved it so far. I think it's up to issue two, maybe three the week that you're hearing this. Um, but those are my recommendations for right now for, for things to get into right now. These are, these are things I recommend getting into right now. You can get in on the ground floor, like I said, catch up, continuum. I think most of these are, you know, limited, limited series, except for a righteous thirst for, thirst for vengeance. That'll probably be ongoing, which just means it'll go until they decide to end it. But cloaked or maybe new burned her. I'm not sure, but cloaked is one of four radio apocalypse is going to be only four issues. And I think what's the furthest place from here is a limited run too, but I'm not positive, but check those out. I couldn't be more excited about them. Thanks for, uh, Thanks for checking out another episode of the Comic Book Layer podcast. I'm Kyle. Please remember, if you read any of these or, you know, you have any questions or you just want to chat, reach out to me on uh, Instagram at the Comic Book Layer. Uh, love to talk with you. Love to hear what you're reading, hear what you thought about these. And if you do pick pick this up from listening to me today, let me know. I'd love to, to hear that. That'd be super fun. But until next time, keep reading comics. <laughs>